everyone, and welcome to ODA, the ODA podcast, Our Dramatic Assets. My name is Rebecca Ann Bloom. I'm Ryan McGregor. And today we are going to do starting a podcast year in review. I guess we could just hop right on into it because we have lots of questions to ask each other. So, Ryan, how how do you think our first season went? What why did we do it and what was it like? Wow, it's always been my dream to start a podcast. I remember being in the 8th grade and we had to do an assignment on the, your future career and what you want it to be when you grow up, essentially. And I remember picking an announcer as my profession. And it's pretty cool. I love to express myself through talking. And this is perfect. That is very cool. Very serendipitous. Was it anything like you thought it would be? I think... The truth is when you have creative control, there's so many things that go through your head because you're your own boss. So you're thinking about every single aspect of your podcast. And the best thing to do is to trust yourself and to go with your gut and really have confidence in your content. Mm-hmm. That is very profound. Um I don't know what I was expecting when we started this, honestly. And so I'm not sure if it met my expectations. Um, Did you think that we were going to go viral? I think it's so hard to tell, to predict, to master a formula that is going to get you to go viral. You need to do this first and foremost for your love of it. And also... And I have a hard time with this because I want to go viral. But then I think to myself, you have a great, loyal bunch of listeners. And they are worth more the fact that they enjoy what we do than the masses necessarily retweeting and reclicking and having all these sort of superficial metrics. That being said, I think the more people that hear us will relate to us. And I want the dramatic energy to spread. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, For anyone that might have seen our little teaser for this episode, um, as well as our season, our coming season, um, you'll notice that we have switched a few things up. We have a new logo. Uh, Our slogan is still the same, always stay dramatic, but... We are we are aiming towards a different, slightly different vibe. Do we know what that vibe is, Ryan? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess it's nailed down in the fact that we understand that we are emerging professionals, and we have some some advice to give people, but also we don't know everything. I think that's that's what our vibe is. I don't know if we knew that at the start of. Like episode one, season one, though. Yeah. And it takes sometimes a while to find that. But I think you're right. I think we want to showcase our growth and our maturity and sophistication and what comes next and what we actually experience in the real world, Mm -hmm. in our own individual lives, we bring to 
you all in ODA. Exactly. So what did we learn? (laughs) Exactly. In the last year, we learned, well, we learned how to do a podcast, essentially. Um, Because neither of us had experience with that before. How was how was that for you? How um, Because there was a bit of a steep learning curve in the first couple of episodes. Yeah, it's eye-opening because a lot of people might assume that something like a podcast or anything creative is easy and fun. And it's certainly fun, but I wouldn't say it's easy. I would say it's work. And I think just like being an actor or a performer, much the same applies. Mm-hmm. I was listening to our first episode kind of in prep for this one. And <laughs> and um, I'm not – we were very excited, uh, which is great. And I think that excitement still – we still have that. But I remember distinctly you telling me that I say – Mm-hmm, a lot. <laughs> in our first episode, I always, I'm, I like to think I'm that sassy sidekick that's like, mm-hmm, yes, absolutely, like, to indicate that I'm listening. <laughs> and I learned that silence is, is good on the other end of the mic when someone is talking, <laughs> just yeah. for editing purposes. Um it's weird when you don't see each other because you can't really gauge if someone's gonna jump in you can kind of maybe get a sense maybe that this is something they're gonna want to chime in on and say something but you don't you don't know Mm -hmm. because we're using a lot of podcasts right now that are recording remotely are using zoom and then, like, garage band link-up things that I don't understand. Uh, and we're using a different platform that uh, records our audio, like, both of our audio separately. Uh, but we can't see each other. And I think in terms of the ease of editing, great. In terms of body language, not ideal. <laughs> because we don't have it. We, we can't see each other. Yeah, you mentioned GarageBand. How how do people use that? Oh, I have I don't know. I was listening to another podcast of someone trying to explain it, and I was like, oh, I I am lost. I know I have GarageBand on this computer, but I don't I don't know how to use it. <laughs> it is kind of intimidating. I've opened it a few times. That's about it. I've ac- I've accidentally opened it. <laughs> You know, you know when you get your Mac, like you get your MacBook, and you're like messing around with the the taskbar, kind of at the bottom, and like GarageBand is like right beside Pages and stuff like that. And I remember like clicking somewhere in that general area, probably not for either of those applications. And then GarageBand is like, "Welcome!" And I was like, "What? It's gonna, what? Yeah, crash your computer with all the software that's trying to load at once. Yeah, the worst." So, did you have anything? That you wanted to touch upon about about going into season two. I want to start season two with a story. So I had ordered my Tim Hortons iced coffee for pickup at my local Tim Hortons. It's literally two minutes 
from my condo. And I also purchased on the app a what was described as a reusable cup and straw. And it was only like $2.99. So I thought it's a good price for a reusable cup, you know, like the Starbucks kind of tumblers, like the plastic ones. And so I went and picked up my order. And when I got there, there was no cup. They had just taken one of the regular disposable cups mm-hmm. that you get with this coffee and put two of them together and said, oh, here you go. And I was like, I literally paid for something and didn't get it. Like, how does this happen? Wow. The world we are living in right now is so weird. Um, For our listeners, one of the mishaps that we had in season one was the fact that Ryan and I always planned on actually recording together. We also planned on doing a phenomenal media shoot uh, because I'm a photographer. And so we had all these great ideas to build our first season and none of that came into fruition primarily because we couldn't leave our regions and we continue into 2021 with that energy um all that specific energy of not leaving my house Um, (laughs) so i guess in a way we have we're still energetic but we have mellowed out our online personalities i think we've we've narrowed down what we're trying to do what we're trying to say and uh, we continue to reside in our houses that's a good summary of where we're at uh what what do we have to look forward to with this upcoming season ryan well we definitely want to bring some guests back Mm-hmm. And we're hoping some of them that appeared in season one, because we had so much fun and they share our same passion for the creative industries, creative people, they're going to want to come back with us and give us a little update. And hopefully they had lots of fun too, because we're going to ask them the same question. Yeah, absolutely. We also have discussing, I think, things that are really relatable and common to people one of them being imposter syndrome yeah that it's a bitch yeah, um <laughs> it is. that's that's really all i gotta say no um it's it's brutal and i think that's another thing that kind of hit us in our first season is kind of like what are we doing and who gave us permission to do this well no one did like we decided we were going to do it and that's great and We have a loyal following of listeners. Thank you so much. Um, And and that's enough. That's literally enough for us to keep going. Um, But my imposter syndrome like spreads far and wide into other areas of my life. And so I look forward to kind of discussing that with everyone. (laughs) Everyone is in you, Ryan. Um, (laughs) But then also engaging, I think we want to engage more on social media and open up discussions for people because that's kind of where we're at right now in the world is that we normally would just go out, have coffee, meet up and chat about things and we can't do that. And so we would love to bring those kind of coffee house discussions, chatting over wine 
bring that to us, bring that to our platform and let us um, be a way for you folks and your friends and your family to, to have those kind of more hard hitting questions and discussions. Yeah. What else are we going to do? We've decided we are going to reduce some of the pressure on us um, and just kind of have more of a monthly podcast. Um, another thing that we had in season one is is this hype that we were going to put out all this content like bam, bam, bam. Um, it's a It's a learning curve. We're new at this. And so we're going to focus on quality over quantity (laughs) i think yeah absolutely sometimes people want more sometimes people want less and you got to give the people what they want as we people as individuals where are we at where are you at ryan how are you how is your being 2020 it was a wild year and i think 2021 we're gonna set that up for the same And right now I'm living in like January mode. And for me, January is the month of hope and the month of new beginnings. It's winter. Of course, it's also Blue Monday in January, which is the saddest day of the year. And I struggle with these things and long nights and why this happens after all the festivities of Christmas is gone. But what I really want to bring to ODA this season is uplifting and be that light at the end of the tunnel and not always focusing on the negatives. But what a wild year 2020 was. I mean, we had things like Netflix series Love is Blind. Do you think that predicted social media or uh, social distancing rather before it was cool? Yep, I think it did. Also, I'm just trying to rein in my... Oh, my feelings for Love is Blind. I think that I think that should have indicated what a chaotic year it would be because <laughs> watching Jessica <laughs> I remember I started working from home and so I had that on as background noise. Little did I know that I was going to get so deeply invested in it. And I do remember literally lying down on the floor. Because I just couldn't handle it. There was too much emotion. Um, Yes, we had Love is Blind. We had uh, Tiger King. (laughs) Bless Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. We had Carol Baskin as a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. What a lady. I feel as though the show did not do her justice. Not Dancing with the Stars. Um, Tiger King. Um, and I feel like she may- perhaps she was a little blindsided by the editing. What do you think? Oh, I'd say for sure at mercy to the editing. This is one thing that keeps coming up in reality television. And people ask me, and I often consider, I'm like, what would it actually be like being on reality television? Because I think it would be so fun and so interesting. And then I think you really have to be careful what kind of show you decide to be on. Because you could be shown a million different ways and it's just for TV, but then people think this is you in real life and it becomes this big thing. So you don't personally believe that Carol Baskin killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. No, I do not. Do you? I did, but I'm interested to see if maybe that's just because of what I watched. That is totally valid. I think in the moment I was like, ooh, yes. (laughs) 
But, I mean, I don't think she signed up for that. <laughs> for that take on her life. I think she just wanted to tell people about big cats. <laughs> like, which is okay. Like, that's so great. Um, that's her life's passion. And then from Carol Baskin, that was like early 2020. Where did we go? We had Barack Obama, former president, publish his memoir. Oh, have you read it? I haven't. I really want to. I heard it broke records. I bought it for Jeff. Oh, wow. For Christmas. Um, He's still reading it. So so I haven't read it. So I can't spill any juicy gossip or my deets on it, my thoughts on it. But I am excited because I find that Barack Obama is quite refreshing. I always found that he was refreshing in his take of the universe and the world. And I'm interested to see how it's written out because he's always been an eloquent speaker. So I'm sure it's nothing less than that uh, in terms of writing as well. For sure. And I feel like this is as someone in that position, this is your chance to really put a mark on your legacy really have the last word. This is what I went through and believe in all my experiences and all my knowledge in life. And maybe one day we'll be people, successful people out there writing our memoirs and reflecting on decades. But as we said in the beginning of this podcast, we are emerging professionals, but we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Would you like to have a memoir? Like, would you like to write an autobiography? I think if I did something, if I had this career that I could write about, if I had all, enough material, absolutely. How about you? I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, Instagram is kind of an interesting thing because a lot of people both have a a visual memoir, but also write their captions about their life as well. And That's true. And so it kind of, we kind of are writing our story that way, but I would love to, I would love to be aged and wise, like Meryl Streep, for example, and Tom Hanks, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, I don't know, (laughs) just someone that had lived long in this industry uh, and then to sit down and kind of have a candid take about everything. I don't think I can do that now. Uh, my candid take would be a year or two at most. Uh, but yeah, I would love to like look back and be like, you know, that moment in history when this happened, this is where I was. Yeah. Do you find it weird that social media kind of has this record on us that when we are seniors one day, it's just all going to be there. Like the fact that we participated in all these TikTok trends and posted all these photos. Are we going to look back and think that was weird? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, one sexiest man alive. Very deserving title. Oh, blessings to the heavens. What a Black Panther. I watched that and I was like, oh, who was this man? Oh, yeah. we lost him. Oh, well, now I'm sad. 
we've lost so many great people in the past year. Yeah. That that shook me. Like that one rocked my core a little bit. Yeah, there was a lot of things that were completely unexpected. And how do you deal with that? Because our world is completely changed in every aspect. We have things like delivering your groceries and all these advancements and what an exciting time to be alive, but wild. That's that's the key word for today's podcast, folks. Wild. I think I'm a little disassociated like distant from everything that's happening i think there's been too much and i'm not as connected as i would like to be in 2021 i would like to be more connected to myself my body i would love to be grounded um i think too much happened in 2020 and i i felt like a little bit uh like dorothy in the wizard of oz but the part where she's just in the tornado okay yeah that's chaotic energy. I haven't landed on the Wicked Witch of the West yet. <laughs> but eventually you will follow the yellow brick road. Actually, I'm picturing that whole film in my head, and it's pretty... At first, when it first came out, I don't know if our listeners know this, but the film wasn't actually widely received mm-hmm. well. But then it became this iconic cinema piece over time. Yeah, and was it, it was her shoes that weren't supposed to be red originally. They were silver, which blows my mind. Like, everyone knows about the ruby slippers. Like, what? Judy Garland, what a a lady. Her story's slightly tragic. That came out this year, did it not? Yes, it did, the movie. With Renee... Zellweger? Yes, thank you. I was like, Renee, last name that I will butcher unless someone else says it. (laughs) Too many things. Like, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, did you want to share with our listeners a bit about... Oh, yeah, that's another thing that happened in 2020. Um, I got engaged, y'all. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It was in October. And I didn't, or we didn't announce anything till just before Christmas. So we had a casual secret for a few months there. Which was easier because we didn't have rings. That's primarily the reason why we didn't tell anyone. Because we hadn't gotten them yet. Now we have rings, so I mean, it's a little bit more obvious. But only a little bit because my coworkers did not notice at all um, <laughs> until I literally put it in one of, like, I, like, held up my hand. I was like, look. And they're like, holy shit. <laughs> Whoop. There it is. So, yeah, you're together in a committed relationship in Toronto in your condo. I'm planning a wedding. Look at us. Look at us go from 2013 us. That was chaotic energy. Yeah, the world still turns and you still have to do things like move and get married and all those things don't really change. It's just now we have to do them under more stressful circumstances. And the fact that we all are living through history as you mentioned a few Do you think if you ever have that. kids like you'll like 
tell them the story of 2020 and 2021. Yes, I I actually recently I saw a TikTok. I'm really big into TikTok now, and it was Me too. it was nice. It was this person being like to their mom, or I think it was grandma at that point, and us. We're the grandparents in this video recreation, and they were like, "Do you remember what happened in 2020?" And then the person, the grandma says, "Yeah," and then it was COVID, and then the kid goes, "It's back." And then it just shows their face, like, totally in shock. And I thought that would 100% be me if that were to happen. Thankfully, I don't think that is going to happen. I think this is a once-in-a-lifetime event. Because I think even the next time that we do have a pandemic, hopefully we'll be even better, let's say, at dealing with it. Yeah, I think... I think hopefully people, the world, politicians will have learned how to handle this type of scenario. I mean, the last time it was this widespread was vastly before technology and medicine and just the way we're all interconnected and intertwined right now. So I'm hopeful that is, if this ever happened again, knock on wood, that we would have better outcomes. Uh, I'm sure whomever is listening was probably in Ontario, but if you're not in Ontario, right now we're in lockdown. Ryan, you are not working. You're still... (laughs) I don't think you're hopping onto any planes anytime too soon. No, still in limbo. And it's been a year since I've worked in the sky, which is crazy how a year just passes. I was looking at my Instagram and I had a highlight from like January 2nd or something of 2020. And it was me like toasting, being like, woo, happy, like just finished an acting gig. Uh, The world is opening up, blah, blah, blah. And my brain is still recalls that moment, that feeling. It's still kind of there. And it kind of blows my mind that 12 months have passed. Like, what? What happened? Like, sorry? My goals. What are goals? Anyway, completely changed. My goal is to stay (laughs) healthy and to hydrate at this point. That's really all I'm asking for. This is the ODA philosophy. Stay hydrated. That's something we always said in season one. Yeah, goals can be funny and kind of awkward because sometimes you write something or you think something just because you need a goal and then you need to stick to it. All you have to do is try. And if you really want to do something, do it and be accountable to yourself. There is no magic formula. Although I do have a question, I recently actually submitted an audition video for a, and funny because of the story I told earlier in this podcast about Tim Hortons, it was for a Tim Hortons commercial. Now I thought I did a really good job, and this is the first time that I had sent in an audition tape via email, and I got no response, and obviously I didn't get the part. Is this normal 
in this industry to just not hear anything back. It's yeah. If you haven't, well, okay. I guess it depends on when they're filming, but typically for like commercials and stuff, if you haven't heard within like 48 hours, you didn't get it. Says someone that has auditioned many times, both in person and sending in self tapes and hasn't gotten it. Right. I want everyone to know that Jeff has just brought in chocolate into my recording studio and has that left. That is so nice. Perks of having him home. I am the queen of this house. That's you. That's the. That's <laughs> what you're embodying right now. <laughs> but yeah, this industry is brutal in that you usually don't get feedback. And you... <laughs> Update, he has brought me a lactose pill. <laughs> now you're set. All your bases are covered. All the bases are covered. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't usually get feedback. And yeah, if you if you get it, your agent will probably be like, hey, congrats, you did it. Usually it's just radio silence until you get another audition. But that being said, congratulations on sending in your first tape. That's very exciting. Was it, um, were there lines or was it silent on screen? It was basically, you had to give a testimonial about Tim Horton's coffee and why you either didn't like the new Tim Horton's dark roast coffee. I actually think the Narcity put out an article about it asking people to apply for because it was open to everyone. And I don't know if that actually hindered my chances. The fact that Narcity took the time to write this article and then gave it so much exposure. Mm. So I did that. I, my, I basically said in the tape that I normally drink iced coffee. I've tried dark roast in the past. I didn't really like it, but I'm here to try it again, give it my honest review. And I said, probably not something that I would try again. It's not that good of coffee. It's not that strong of flavor. And I would probably just go to one of my competitors. And I thought that would be a great opportunity to convince me in the ad that maybe I should give it a second chance and try it. But obviously that wasn't what they're looking for. And I think the truth is you just don't know what somebody's looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Both in life and in auditions. Um, Because what typically happens is you can be one of hundreds of people and you might not get picked because of your hands. Or you might be picked because you had a slightly refreshing take of the material. Or you might be picked because you had the exact take that they wanted. (laughs) And it was not refreshing, but it was what they wanted. And that's how random it can be. That's what you're saying. Yeah. But don't, that's like so exciting. Like, don't be discouraged. I, um, I had uh, an audition. I've had a couple since Black Lives Matter, quite a few actually, just I think because casting directors are looking for my, more diversity, which is great for me. But I had one and my internet crapped out before I could send it. So I did not submit it on time. And that was the first time for me for not sending uh, an audition in way, way before the due date, but also just not getting it in on time. <laughs> I mean, and 
my agent was fine about it and you know it is what it is um it kind of just goes to kind of just goes to show you that like any literally anything can happen and clearly i'm not gonna get i think it uh, i think it was an insurance commercial i'm not gonna get that insurance commercial well that's 2021 that would have been cool though but like you said these things just sometimes Mm -hmm. happen Yes, absolutely, she says if she eats a chocolate bar. That's my the current strength. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. So, my friend, Ryan, are you excited to endeavor into season two? I'm also excited. Anything else you would like to tell our lovely fans and listeners before we sign off today? Well, I think you guys can all expect more games more fun things like critiquing Vogue covers. Oh, I'm so excited for that episode. Yes. And I think overall, you should expect realism. You should expect honesty from us because at the end of the day, we don't have anything to lose. Like, as Ryan was saying, like, if you want to make that choice, you want to go for it, go for it. And We have made this choice to be a podcasting duo on this platform, and it has served us well, and we hope that it will continue to do that. We're we're just excited to provide content for you in whatever media it ends up being right now, simply just talking through a mic because we can't see each other. But who knows what the future will bring? Hopefully, 10 people in a room. <laughs> or Or maybe that Lady Gaga meme. There can be a hundred people in the room. <laughs> I love it. This is what we're manifesting. That's what... Shoot high. Aim high. And we'll accept what is given to us. Also, feel free to send us memes. That's funny. Please. We'll share them. Please feel free to share anything. Ask us questions. Give us topic ideas. Because we want to talk about what is interesting to you as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So with that, that's all that's all I have. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much. This was very chill. Thank you. And I am very chill. Excited for more to blossom and to come. And thank you to all of our listeners. Yes. Please let us know what you think of the new look. This is ODA 2.0. This is ODA Rebuilt. And as always, stay dramatic and drink lots of water. Stay hydrated uh, (laughs) and stay safe. And stay safe. Okay. Bye.